Hey you guys and welcome to Monday Mornings with Michael. Today is August 22nd, 2022 and if no one has told you yet, let me be the very first person to tell you, happy Monday. We hope your weekend was great from all of us over here at Fisher Philbrick that you had a chance to really rest, have some fun, and that you also had some time to prepare for this coming week. I can share with you, you know, this weekend I feel like I didn't do a whole lot, but I will share the, you know, one to two things that I did do. But yesterday was our German friend's last day in the United States with us. So they were visiting here for two weeks. It was Roman who used to stay with us back in college for a semester when he was going to San Jose State. And then he's come back about every two to three years with his brother, then his brother and sister. And then this trip, which I mentioned two weeks ago, was with him, his sister, and his mother, his mom's first time in the country. So they did so much. Oh my goodness. They went to the Oakland Zoo, to Tahoe, to the Pinnacles, to the beach, to the Redwoods, and, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm missing some stuff out. Oh, Monterey, <laughs> and, you know, so much, so they really had a great time. They were just going, go, 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 and going, but they are, you know, on their way back, or will, will have already gotten there, I guess. It's definitely different with the, the different time zones, but they're taking British Airways to London, and then London to Berlin. Last time Roman and his siblings were here, they lost their luggage for, I think it was like two or three weeks. So they had all of their stuff from America in their suitcases, of course, because that's where you put a lot of your stuff and it took forever for them to get it back. So luckily on their way here this time, everything was okay. So we were hoping that on their return trip, it will also be okay and just fine. But overall, really fun to see them and it was just a great time. I did though on Saturday, I know Saturday I already work in the morning and I already do two to three yards, if three if I do ours, but I was gonna do the dog walking customer, do her yard as well. And usually I do her yard maybe like once a month or once every two months. So it's not, you know, there there's a dead lawn. So there isn't really grass to be mowing every week, but weeds grow, things grow, she has a lot of like bushes and trees. So I usually kind of go over there and instead of just mowing lawn, which I usually do for the other neighbors, I do like a heavy duty, bring all my gardening tools and trim back trees. I used that hedge trimmer that we got for ourselves. I used it on her hedge again. So that was really fun. Still really heavy. <laughs> it makes her one arm really tired for holding it. So I definitely still have respect for anytime I see people like just out and about with a gardening, you know, their gardening job and they're just like, holding it like, yeah, it's whatever, just trimming bushes. And the ones they do, they have to make into like circles and boxes and squares and shapes. And I'm like, man, I was just doing a hedge, which was just like cut along a wall, basically try, try to get all the pieces that are hanging out. And they're just, you know, magnificently going and creating works of art <laughs> with their bushes. And I'm like one slip and boom, you just ruined a couple months of growth, if not more for that poor little bush or that hedge that they're working on. The main thing and the reason though why she needed me to come over was to help with their fig tree. So she has two dogs, cause yes, those are the two dogs I walk. And the younger one, he actually just turned one this past week, Jackson, he's a yellow lab. So young, but big, he's getting really big, tall. And right now he's pretty skinny, but he is putting on more weight. And you wanna know why? Because of the fig tree. She has a fig tree in the backyard and it is fig season, if you didn't know, or maybe that is just for this area in California, the Bay Area, but the figs are growing like crazy. The tree is really old and established as well. So it, you know, it has a ton of fruit. It knows what it's doing, but guess what? 
Jackson, like any yellow lab or Labrador in general, loves to eat and he especially loves fruit and more particularly figs. He is obsessed with figs and I guess has been getting the owner up all like two or three times a night barking at her thinking like he has to go to the bathroom because that's what you know you're you learn to do that's what the other dog would potentially do if she had to go to the bathroom but he's really just going out there to get like a midnight snack and then a 3 a.m snack and then a 5 a.m snack which i was like oh my goodness that would drive me crazy because i need sleep and obviously we all need sleep so it is very <laughs> hard on her too so i went over to trim if you didn't know fig trees have these shoots that shoot up from the bottom of them so basically i mean I'll, I'll get to even more about the fig tree but don't plant a fig tree if you think like oh it would be so nice to have figs find a neighbor or find someone else who has a fig tree because they are not nice plants the trunk is all gnarly so like big knots all over it and scratchy so not like smooth bark scratchy knots all over then you have these shoots sticking up that then flower so it's like new trees trying to grow and I already trimmed back all of those shoots a couple months ago. So I was like, man, you wouldn't even tell that I did any work on the tree. And I trimmed back a ton of it. And here we have like new shoots and then just covered in fruits. And she had thought like we could just, I could just go up on a ladder and pick off a lot of the fruit. That way it would help them from, you know, falling all over the yard because she has been really good about picking them up. But the dog still finds him somehow. And this past week, he has just been pooping like crazy because figs are in the number of food items that clear out your system. And usually he doesn't poop on the walks, but this past week, almost every day he pooped. And it was like so much poop and just covered in seeds. So then while I'm working on this fig tree, they are falling on the ground and I'm picking them up. And what do they look like? They actually look like his poop, which... All to say, like, it's more so, you know, it's not to, to bash on figs, but after cleaning up that much poop on the walks this past week and seeing all the seeds and figs and then seeing them smushed on the ground, I was like, hmm, I actually don't think I could eat a, <laughs> a raw fig from a tree just because now I just associate all those little seeds with dog poop and an enormous amount of dog poop too and like a gross texture. And I, I think that's as far as we'll get <laughs> with poop because that is gross. But I learned, so I did cut back part of the tree because I had told her like, oh, I think it's better if I just cut some of these big branches because those contain so many figs. And then I learned, going back to that, that you can't actually just pop off the fruit. Even the ripe ones were pretty hard to pull off. So you really just have to cut off the full end. So like the tip of it, because that's how you have like the main branch and then little branches. And then on the end of the little branches, there are leaves and then the fruit. But really the only leaves on the branches are at the end there by the fruit. So by cutting off the tips and like trying to get rid of, they were usually like bundles of like anywhere from three to six. Three seems the most common number of figs on the tip of it. But um, by cutting those off, I'm getting rid of a ton of the like beautiful green leaves on, and I don't actually think they're that beautiful. But if you're thinking of a tree and being covered in beautiful green leaves, I'm cutting all those off. So I'm like, I'm just leaving like sticks to this tree and it did, you know, it did look better because it was cleaned up and I got rid of a ton of figs, but at the same time, there were still so many more and I'd already been working. I think I stayed there about three hours, three, yeah, three, in between three and four hours. So it was a long day and it was like 
89 to 90 degrees the whole time because I was doing it in the afternoon because that's when I could get to it. So I did as much as I could and I was like, okay, well, if you hadn't seen the before, you wouldn't know that I really did much, but I did a lot. And I also trimmed back some of the orange trees and the Meyer lemon tree, which that Meyer lemon tree is what I made lemonade out of over, you know, the a couple months prior to summer, I guess, but they were already starting to grow new ones. So I was like, I thought these trees were all out of season and the orange trees are covered in oranges still. So it's definitely kind of weird. Maybe just the weather here is just throwing off all of <laughs> these plants and trees and because it didn't rain much in the last few months. So I don't know, but it was tiring. I would say it was a good workout. I always think that at her house when I'm doing the yard work, it's carrying a lot of like heavy branches and moving tools and I was like, well, I walk every day with the dogs, which is good exercise and keeps me going. And then here's a little strength training to, to keep me going. But from there, let's talk about getting ready for this new week. So the exciting thing with this coming week is that, yes, we do have a new business that is going to be featured and highlighted on our social media. We're going to be announcing that later today. So check back in on our Instagram page later today and you will see who we are featuring but the exciting thing besides having another business to feature is that we are using our new remote recording platform that we used this past week in the interview with the business owner. So that is going to be new on the show. So I'm super excited and intrigued to see like how it sounds and to give a listen and hear our two voices together and really am hoping that we can talk over each other without it trying to mute one or the other. And I think it will work because the other podcasting people I listen to, or the one guy in particular, I figured out, yes, he definitely uses this Squadcast, which is what I'm recording on now too, because I was like, I might as well get as much practice and usage out of this as I can. So I've you know got that confirmed that he does use it. So that was exciting. So I am gonna be editing that later today. The weird thing, so I was in a week like trial, which was free. And then as soon as the week is up, they'll start charging the $20 a month unless I cancel it. But I wanna use the like in-house mastering part that they provide with the service to like test out the audio and then combine the two tracks together and then I'll edit it in GarageBand. But it says like, sorry, you need to pay in order to use this feature. So I was like, okay, I think I only have like one or more, like one or two days before the trial's up and they start charging. So like, you know what, it's okay. I'll waive the rest of the free trial because I know I'm gonna be paying for it anyways. So start paying now. And I went to choose the indie session because that's the one that I'm gonna be build for once the trial runs out and I go like select plan and then it says you're already in this plan and I was like oh my goodness no the whole point you're like I just want to stop the trial and start paying so I can use this so I don't know it's really not that big of a deal just like a minor annoyance so either today or tomorrow whenever my trial runs out I will be diving into like the full-on editing of it but I am very hopeful and I think it's going to be really great. The interview itself was great, a lot of fun, and a different business than we've had on the show yet, which I always get excited about that. And really, so far, because we are new, like all of the businesses have been different. But regardless, it was really fun, and I think you guys are going to really like it. So tune in on this Thursday to give it a listen and support this business owner and their business. It's going to be so much fun.
And then from there, I thought I would also share because, I mean, it is super new, which typically I don't like to share ideas when they are this new, but at the same time, it's not new. So I'll explain a little bit about that. But I am potentially looking into getting started with a coffee shop business. So like an online coffee shop brand, a coffee brand. And I'll tell you, you know, listen this Thursday because that is kind of what jump started me on it and has got the the gears turning in my head if if you want to talk like that but just really exciting so i thought i would share a little bit more about this idea just because it's been on my mind recently for the last two or three days and when i come up with these ideas of like ooh, this sounds so exciting and then you know so far things seem to be kind of green light you know as far as there hasn't been something that has made me go like whoa 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 hold back stop looking into this because right now I am just looking into it, the research part of things. So that is fun. It's free. I mean, it just takes my time of looking stuff up. But the exciting thing is that if I do have this company, I already came up with a name and the name that I would choose. So yes, I am putting this down on record would be coffeeed up cup. So coffee with the D at the end and then up and cup. The thing was when I was in college was when I came up with that name and coffee, coffeed would be like C-O-F, a circle and then feed because I wanted this idea of like, it's a coffee restaurant. So you go there, it's a cafe, but a cafe where you make the food. So like Starbucks and a lot of like Phil's, Pete's, they have food, but they more so just warm up the food rather than like assembling the food. And I like to cook. I think that's fun. And I think you have better control over your ingredients and just a really special feel to it. So that's the name I came up with in college. I thought it was fun because you could be like, it's like the past tense of coffee if coffee was a verb. So like, instead of I drank coffee yesterday, uh, yesterday I coffeeed up and yeah, I got my caffeine fix or you know, I coffeeed up, but I also had good food. Sometimes people don't eat <laughs> their breakfast. They just have a cup of coffee. So that in itself could be food in quotes, because no, you should actually eat some food and drink some water too. But I thought that that was also really fun would have a cafe vibe, you know, growing up, my mom and then sister both worked at Starbucks. So especially when my mom worked at Starbucks was when I was in high school and I was there all the time. And I just really liked the whole vibe of the place, how it was fast and efficient. They got stuff out. They always had coffee brewing. You could get coffee. It tasted good. The quality was good. And I just really liked that whole vibe. And when looking at it in comparison to some of the other local coffee shops, they were just so slow. So Phil's Coffee, not to bash on them, but I've only gone two times and I got other people to pay for me. Like they invited me because I was like, I don't want to pay for that on my own because it is slightly more expensive. And I mean, Starbucks now is very expensive. So yes, just the world really in general, you guys, if you didn't notice, it's getting more and more expensive. Oh no, inflation. Uh, but, you know, someone else brought me there and it just, their vibe was very slow, like hippies. They're all like, hey bro, how's it going today? Yeah, so you just told me the drink you want, but how sweet do you want it? Do you want it sweet, super sweet, or extra sweet? What What were you thinking? What are you feeling? What's the vibe today, bro? So that kind of thing, which, you know, and they were all wearing, you know, mismatched clothes. <laughs> they were hipsters or hippies. I don't know what you call them, but they, the vibe was so weird and they were slow, but their whole thing is pour over coffee. Like you get a fresh thing of coffee because it's poured over. So that fits in with their business. 
all to say, I did not like that part of their business. <laughs> I don't want to sit talking to this person who sounds like they've been smoking too much marijuana and are just dead behind their eyes. <laughs> I don't know. And that is, you know, just my experience being there twice. So is that at every Phil's Coffee? No, no. I mean, probably not. It wouldn't surprise me if it is. I guess baristas in general are, you know, that's kind of the job to be known for, for like smoking weed. I don't know. I think that's a bad, bad generalization to give to people who make coffee. But I knew just from going to coffee shops in that time that I liked Starbucks thing. They were clean, crisp, and like everything was fast. Nowadays, fast forward, they don't really have a uniform. I mean, they have a uniform, but the people look sloppy. I think they should go back to wearing just like the black and white shirt with khaki pants or black pants to me. And that goes back to a lot of the jobs I've worked in hospitality. People and professionals look so much better when they're all in the same uniform or they all have a high standard of how they should look. I know a lot of companies now, they want to cater so much, like bend over backwards for their employees. And I'm like, well, when I go to a place and the person is sloppy, I don't think they're going to give me good coffee because like, look, they can't even dress themselves or <laughs> they are all over the place. How are they going to make good coffee? Or they look dirty. Does that mean they don't wash their hands? Because you need to be washing your hands all the time. And hey, they just touched their face or their hair. Now your hands technically by food health standards are dirty. So my opinion would be have everyone wear the same thing. It's so much easier. So much, you know, people already try to push the limits at basically any job you work with what they wear to wear what they want to wear. But if you just say, hey, you know what, we all wear this t-shirt or we all wear this, you know, polo shirt, and then you can choose your pants or, you know, there are lots of ways you can do it. But I would say the overall idea was I wanted to have coffee because I loved coffee. I still do. You know, currently I just drink it about once a week, but I still really like coffee and I think it's so fun, but also food. I, I really like that. I do a lot of cooking nowadays. And then also really the community part of, you know, going to Starbucks when I was in high school and my mom knew a lot of the customers and they knew me because I was always there. And you really see like how fun it is to have a coffee shop in a community where neighbors come together, people who work in the area come together. So your business owners, you get so many different people all coming together in this one shop. And then guess what? Those customers become friends because they're always there too. And you just build all of these relationships as well as people, you know, go on their first dates at coffee shops or, you know, there's so many like work meetings and really such a vast array of different things that you can do at a coffee shop. So I think that's why I was really interested in that. And I would say it was back in high school, as I mentioned, when I became interested though, in like, hey, I really like this. Wouldn't it be cool to one day have my own coffee shop? So that was when I would say I kind of like started honing in on that. And, you know, I, if you've listened to a lot of these episodes, I've mentioned my kind of my junior year was when I wanted to be a singer songwriter. I started that out. So I got a bunch of books and that was after though, cause sophomore year, I wanted to be a forensic entomologist. So that's studying bugs on dead bodies to then a forensic pathologist, which is just studying dead bodies and trying, trying to figure out why they're dead, how they died and all of that. So a medical examiner is the more common term. And then, so I went from that to that to then I want to be a singer songwriter to reading a bunch of books and learning that, you know, the, one of the most helpful things you can do in the music world and being a singer songwriter on your own is to have business experience because you most likely will need to pay for some, pay someone for that. And do you have money to pay for that? No, probably not. So you can do yourself a favor and get yourself out of a lot of future trouble 
by going to school for business and learning how to run a business, which you would basically be managing yourself. So running your own business until say you hit it big. And then as you were getting bigger and bigger and growing yourself as a business or as a singer songwriter or musician or performer, then you would bring on people. But guess what? You're less likely to be taken advantage of because you already have this experience and you know how a business should work. You know like, hey, that's not what we do. Why are you doing this? Or, hey, something looks weird with this paperwork. Can you go over this again? Or, you know, a lot of stories I read was about, you know, people giving up their royalties. And that doesn't seem like a big idea, like a big deal at the time. But if you strike it big, you know, become super famous and you don't own your music, oh my goodness. One, you're losing a ton of money, but you're losing out on, on the opportunity to have it played in certain places or to perform it or you know something that's yours you should keep a hold of that unless you have very good reason to get rid of it but you shouldn't be doing it just to make a quick buck or to be you know i i know a big thing when i've heard with musicians is they just want you to sign the contract sign the contract and have you actually read the contract because these people will own your music and anything you make with them during your years even if i think this is what it is even if you don't record it with them they potentially have the rights of that music while you're under contract with them. So a lot of things. And, you know, now if I wanted to be a singer songwriter full time, I wouldn't even be hoping for a record deal. Record deals are shams. Like besides the fact that they give you a ton of money to promote your stuff. So that's how they get on the radios and billboards and go on tour and all of that. So that part of the record deals and contracts are good. But basically everything else with your artistry and being a singer songwriter and performer and the heart and roots of what you want to do gone they can dictate all of that stuff so note to yourself if you want to get into that be careful really with any contracts you would sign but that was in high school i kind of narrowed things down to like okay i know what i'm going to do in college i'm going to do business management because on top of wanting to be a singer songwriter i know that eventually i want to have my own business at least the coffee shop and i think even then i was kind of getting to this idea of like i want multiple businesses so most people are like, maybe I'll run a business or maybe I'll help out in a business and build my way up. Or maybe I'll just own one business and my coffee shop will be my thing where I, especially now, I'm like, um, I actually want to do lots of different things. I want multiple businesses. And the difference is I want to own multiple businesses, not necessarily manage. Because when I would tell people starting around that time, like late high school, early college, that I wanted many businesses or like, whoa, dude, do you even know like managing a business takes all of your time and you don't have time for having all these businesses and doing this, this, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, yes, I understand that. Even more so now after working in a startup where I did a ton for the last five years and then starting my own business here of like, yes, I understand and I'm not naive or new to that. But did you hear when I said I want to own multiple businesses and I want to hire managers to work under me and to run the day-to-day -day. because the day-to-day -day and working in your business is what kills you if you're wanting to do more things you know move on if you don't then cool have fun and enjoy managing and owning your own business that's what i'm doing with fisher philbrick here but basically anything else that i'm going to bring on will you know most likely need someone to manage it and you know the next thing they would say which i'm sure you're thinking now too is well that costs a lot of money and you'd have to be paying them a full salary to do that yes yes i know also not naive to that in the world of money but in college we did have a class where we had to write like a 10 to 12 page paper report it was like the end of the semester final project and then do a powerpoint and presentation on and you know i don't know i can't remember what it was 
exactly on, but it was something about like managing some sort of hospitality business in the field. And so I, you know, I think you're supposed to talk about what you would do or what it would be hypothetically. And I just said, like, I'm going to own a coffee shop. Here's the coffee shop. I'm going to have the name, the title, the idea behind it, what it will encompass, how I'll manage it, you know, all of these things. And I don't actually know if I was on topic, you know, thinking back now, I think maybe I would just like, this is something I want to do. So why not use the class project as an excuse to get some good time in and get a good grade on something that I'm actually interested in. So if you can do that with whatever you're studying or really anywhere in life, if you can weave in your own interests and passions, I would say do that because it will make it more fun and more helpful because I actually already created the logo for this potential, you know, business coffee up, coffee up cup. <laughs> See, I'm still new to saying it. But you know what I did was in college during that time, I, and I was a doodler throughout school. So I had like four pages of doodles that I was coming up with logos and like how it would look and what it would look like and how it was spelled and different like little taglines with it. So, you know, a couple of days ago when this idea came up to me again, I was like, you know what? I have these notes somewhere. I know I drew these and I've been saving them and I didn't remember, is it still on a notebook or what did I do with it? Cause I pretty sure over the last couple years, I like once a year, I go through this whole like, let's get rid of stuff I don't need and that I don't use. And, you know, tried not complete minimalist, but like keep a clean room and get rid of stuff that I can't use. And that I've just been hanging on to for really no reason at all. So I know at one time, probably last year I went through and got rid of a lot of like college paperwork and stuff that I wasn't using and hadn't used. So I was like, oh no, I hope it wasn't in one of those papers, you know, one of those notebooks that I got rid of, or I didn't get rid of the notebooks. I just tore out and recycled the old notes. Cause I'm like, I'm not going to use this. I don't need this. So that was kind of my first, like, if it's meant to be, I'm going to find these papers because I probably could have come up with a logo without them. But I felt like at the time I really liked what I had started creating and sketching out. So I was like, that to me is going to be the only reason I know like I should keep going and keep looking into this. And guess what? I went through my whole bookshelf, my filing folder or filing box that I have upstairs. So much stuff from like starting in high school through all the jobs I worked. Just like, oh man, a lot of stuff, which maybe yes, I could go through and get rid of some of that, but it wasn't in there. It wasn't in there. So the last place I had to check was my under the bed box where we save basically everything my parents had saved when I was like a baby all the way you know, anything important, you put it in the box. So I was like, this is the last place I can look. I'm looking, I'm looking, and guess what? I had ripped out those two pages, double-sided, of all my ideas and notes that I had on like what I wanted the logo to be like in the title. So I was like, okay, what does this mean? It means at least the first green light has been given. So I went downstairs and came up with a really cool logo idea for Coffee Up Cup. It originally was just coffeeed up, but when I was looking on social media, there were already accounts taken with coffeeed up and they were just like random family accounts. I'm like a woman with all these children. I'm like, why is your, your social, you know, Instagram handle? Why is it coffeeed up? <laughs> you don't post any coffee or there were like weird variations. And my whole thing with a business and branding, which should be yours too, if you're going to do it, you don't want to have other people with that same title. And you don't want to be fighting before you've even started your company on trying to get social media that has already been taken. There are processes where, you know, you can message them and ask to buy it from them, or can you have it, you know, barter? And I was like, uh, no, this is not the time <laughs> to be doing that. And especially if you're coming up with your own idea, like, dude, 
you're creative, come up with something else or come up with, with a way to change it. So that was what I ended up doing added cup. I think it, you know, at first I was like, it sounds stupid coffee up cup, but the more I say it, I also think it's nice because it rhymes and it's kind of cheesy and dumb, but sometimes those things are catchy and what do you want in a title and a slogan and all that you want something catchy that people will remember and i think it fits if it is coffee because you're instead of saying have you had your cup of coffeeed up you say have you had your coffeeed up cup yet yeah <laughs> so i think it will be fun and you know i still have lots of research to do a lot of money saving to also do but i think it is super fun just to dive back into this idea and take another look at it and I don't want to say too much now but it would be like an online coffee brand to start so something that is feasible for me to do while doing this business but just to have another both a, another business and another revenue stream to eventually be working on especially if I can get married and then can bring my wife in on it and we can work these businesses <laughs> together or figure out from there with outsourcing of someone to help but it is just a lot of fun and listen Thursday because you'll understand a lot more why <laughs> this like sparked within me and just why it's so exciting. But kind of as we close this, I would ask yourself, like, is there anything in your own life that you need to take another look at? You know, ideas, passions, projects that you once wanted to do. Like for myself, this was something that I've always been saying. So I learned it was back in high school. So getting ready for this, like, oh, that's when it first started coming up. Like, yeah, one day I want my own coffee shop. And people are like, cool, dude. Yeah, that's such like a, you know, something every, every, everyone says, you know, oh, you know, so many people are probably like, I one day want a coffee shop. So I gone through that. But then in college, I was like, oh, I actually did, you know, some good work on <laughs> pretending like I was going to have this. I mean, I did hospitality and we talked a lot about food and beverage. I worked in food and beverage. I've had jobs being, you know, a barista, serving food, cutting food at home. I make a lot of food, too. I drink, used to drink a ton of coffee. So a lot of what I have has kind of been built, building up to this potentially. And by starting, you know, an online brand, it would allow for me to really get the brand going without needing a brick and mortar store. And then say, if that goes well, it would be expanding the online side of it to then eventually most likely having like a coffee cart or truck, food truck, and then go to either having a brick and mortar, either out and about in a town, or really if I have my attraction farm, which I don't know if I've mentioned a ton about that. That should be another <laughs> Monday morning show, just going in depth about the attraction farm I one day want to have. But I do want to have some sort of food and beverage on the property. So maybe by then everything will work out so that, boom, I've already been working on this brand for the last three to four years. So that by the time we have the property and built are building these things, like I've already got everything lined up to launch this into saying like, hey, you can now visit us at our location. <laughs> but for yourself, you know, maybe timing is just what you need. So as you're looking into this, maybe things are sparking in your mind. You're like, whoa, when I was, you know, a couple years ago, I really wanted to do this. And should I look at it again? Like maybe you can get back into it. And maybe it was just the timing because even now, I'm not sure if now is the right timing. As I mentioned, I have a lot of research to do and reaching out to a couple people. So maybe now is not the timing, but I have a really cool logo <laughs> that I'm really pumped up and excited about and have the name and the title. It's more so like, does everything else add up? Am I still going to get these green lights? But maybe that's the same with you. And even if, you know, I stop doing this and I don't make it all the way, for now, I would say for now, because, you know, you can always come back to it. That's the beauty of these things. But it was still fun. It is exciting. It's encouraging. And I think you'd see that for yourself too, of like, 
Well, you know, bringing back some of these old memories and like dreams and passions you have really does something to ignite the excitement in you or the passion. I think people, you know, you want to have hope and live with hope and be hopeful for the future and have fun and live an exciting life. And I think diving back into what you used to want to do a couple years ago, or maybe it's many years ago, decades ago of like, yeah, one time I, I wanted to do this, whether it was, you know, start a business or do this project or even like travel somewhere or like, I want to see this at some point in my life or like I did. And then you're like, do I still want to do that? Oh, maybe I do. How can we make that happen? And for that, I would say go back and listen <laughs> to last week's episode, the business segment on creating versus taking an opportunity. But I thought it just fit in really well with one, like sharing about this coffee shop idea that I'm really hyped up and excited about as of now, but also tying that into like, whoa, this was, you know, many years in the making. And I, if I were to start this and get into this, it would be setting me up for the years to come. So I think that was the most exciting thing to me is that it's not diving completely in where I need to get loans and like be full-time managing it. Because as I mentioned, yes, managing a business takes a lot of your time, especially if it is not online, which like right now, most of mine I can do from home. It, I mean, all of it I can do from home, obviously, but a lot of it's online and doing stuff from a computer, which I can do anywhere. Where once you get to like a even a coffee truck or cart, like you gotta be there in person. Your hours of operation are your work time. <laughs> and then after you finish that work time, you have to work even more on the business to do the business work that needs to get done. So do you get me? Like right now, if I were to start anything, it's really just preparing for the future. And that is something that gets me really excited for because I'm all about that. And you know, like, let's go, let's get things started now so that we can see how it comes to be in the future. So that's my, you know, sign off to you is what can you do right now to be getting ready for your future to get you excited because, you know, it's so different when you're living with excitement and joy and just like, I'm pumped up for this. I want to tell everyone I see about this idea. Like, hey, do you want to see the logos I came up with? <laughs> Which for me, you know, being artistic and creative, to me, the visual of that is so helpful. And I, I keep like, I reopen my camera album, like, look at that logo. Is it still exciting? Because as long as that's still exciting to me, like, cool, we're just going to keep going. And, you know, do I know if it's going to keep going? No, I don't. <laughs> so we will see. And I just hope that was fun to listen to, though, and to hear a bit about that. I hope you all have a very good start of your week, a great Monday, and just find some excitement, joy, and passion to throw into your lives today and for the rest of this week. And I mean, yes, hopefully for the rest of your life, but let's be realistic, at least get a little excitement for today and to get you through Monday because yes, it's Monday, but guess what? You've got this. So tune into our show this Thursday and we are so excited to take things from there. Have a great day. <laughs>